This podcast is a quest for well-being, a quest for a meaningful life through the exploration of fundamental truths, enlightening ideas, insights on physical, mental, and spiritual health. The inspiration is love. The aspiration is to awaken new ways of thinking that can lead us to a new way of being, being well. Welcome to Body, Mind, and Soul Healing Conversations. Rightness is the drug of choice. What most people don't get, however, is that you have to go to wrong to be right. And the biggest fear we have, aside from death, is being wrong. We don't consciously know that is our fear. So being right, not wrong, drives us. And we're not even aware of it. And because we're so afraid of it, we use judgment to defend our rightness. We judge everything and everyone because we are simply so afraid of being wrong. Valeria Tellez interviews Barbara Gilman. She is the author of Whatever the F It Takes and the Unofficial Guide for Living Successfully on Planet Earth. Barbara Gilman has over 30 years experience as a therapist and coach. She is the founder of The Quick Change Artists and Wild Women Choosing, She is also a contributing author to An Indigo Celebration and The Indigo Children 10 years later. As a certified access consciousness facilitator, Barbara offers energy tools and techniques along with her intuitive knowing, enabling you to create new possibilities as you clear the energy of your limitations. The quickest way to activate a transformation in life is not to change what you do, but to shift the energy of how you function in life. She developed Conscious Parenting for a New Paradigm and served as the Director of Family Education for Neil Donald Walsh's Heartlight Education and the Center for Spiritual Awareness. Barbara has also hosted her own radio show, Conscious Choices, and as an inspirational motivational speaker, she has keynoted conferences for women's organizations. She has also facilitated countless trainings on successful personal and business development through consciousness. Imagine that your life is your greatest creation and you author every scene moment by moment. Consciousness is choosing to know and act from this space. We are all miraculous creators and being conscious of how we create and what we create is an art. Barbara assists people as they master that art. As the quick change artist, she empowers people to step beyond the boundaries of their comfort zones, to claim their gifts and talents, and then show up in the world as an inspiration and invitation to what is possible when you choose for you and not against you. Meet Barbara at barbaragilman.com. Here's the interview with Barbara Gilman. In your own words, who is Barbara Gilman? I have to start with saying 
She's a five-year-old girl who just loves to play. And um, no matter what she's doing, most of the time it seems like she's playing, even though she's doing sort of energetic, life-changing things, you know. It's still that little girl in me that just gets excited and, um, you know, just wants to have fun. And help people's lives to uh, help people to be more conscious so they could have that space in them where playing becomes a part of who they are. I mean, how wonderful would the world be, right? I agree a trillion percent. Yes. And I love the way you answered that question. Of course, I talked to you off record and we kind of laugh about that too. But it's not really something to take lightly because we don't play as often. And I wonder what happened to uh, human consciousness. Why are we so serious these days? Well, and I will say, I just said it to you a little while ago, you know, consciousness, you know, everyone's, everyone would say, everyone walking in the world would say, of course, they're conscious, you know, they're alive, they're walking, whatever. That's a different conscious than being conscious in our world, okay, And I'm not sure about this, but I think, you know, it's like, I think people come in and they come in and either, you know, like in this lifetime, they're going to be conscious. They're going to be here to take on whatever being a conscious person is about, you know, which is then assisting the planet. I mean, and even, you know, I, I was just saying to a friend today about COVID, which I don't even want to get into, but what I did say is, this might be a way that X amount of people who aren't conscious and who are just maybe just tired of being here, you know, maybe it's time to leave. Yeah, I think I just listened and like I hear you now and it sounds interesting, sounds um, different, but doesn't change anything like within whatever this is here too. It's just listens and understands and feels, but it doesn't really take sides and it's it's kind of interesting to experience the world from that perspective. Yes. And especially now, because let's face it, you know, it seems like we're living in some crazy movie or a strange nightmare or some different planet because it's just insane. I mean, it's if you told any of us that this is what life would be now, who would have believed it? For centuries, right, Barbara? I don't know for how long we have been kind of splitted so many of us human beings trying to make this reality a more loving and peaceful one, but it never came to be. I mean, not for the billions of us together. Right. No, no. And so, but you and I are not with the billions. We're dealing with people who really truly want to be conscious, want to change their lives. Some of them want to change the world. Okay. So unfortunately, most people carry their old limiting beliefs with them on the journey. And the sad part is, is that most of those beliefs that they carry that then creates their world or their life were never theirs to begin with. You know, we start collecting them from childhood without even knowing what's going on inside, which ends up on the outside. And that brings me to the topic of excess consciousness The question is how you discovered excess consciousness and how do you teach somebody who is open and new to this um, and wants to 
can expand more into what they already are? Well, it's a long story. Um, so I came in as a very strange being. Um, I'm saying I'm five years old, but actually when I was young, well, I skipped three years in school, number one. My girlfriends, I don't know how old I was. Even when I was 13 or 14, my girlfriends were maybe 16 or 17. When I got, you know, a little older, I mean, they were way older than I was. The men that I went out with, way older than me. Um, I just came in as a very strange human being. And I'm sure there are others like it. But when you look at, you know, everyone else around you, no one could figure could figure me out. And so I got into you know, all of the esoteric, spiritual world, all of that um, in my teens. So it's been, you know, it's been a very long journey. I mean, whatever's out there, if you mention them, I did it. You know, I can't even remember everything that I did. However, about 10 years ago, um, I found Access Consciousness. And I tell you, a miracle or I was just ready or whatever. But in my life, it is the most amazing thing I've ever found. It changes lives in a way that I have never seen. And as I said, I've done, I've, I think I've done everything that was out there. Um, and it's all, and this is all energy. It's, 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 and it's playful. That's the thing. The five-year-old, if, if, you know, if you're a person who's like me, who, you know, keeps that inner child, playful inner child, then access consciousness is definitely something that you'd want to look into because whatever is going on, um, this class, I mean, it's so big. You'd have to go on accessconsciousness.com to, to, you know, to see everything it is. It's taught in almost 300 countries now. Yes, there's nothing like, I mean, there's literally nothing like it on the planet. And it's fun and it changes quickly, incredibly, incredibly quickly. And uh, what can I say? It's my world. It's my world. Mm. Unfortunately, with COVID, <laughs> I, haven't, I haven't had a class <laughs> since COVID began. Yeah. You know, I, ha I was living in Manhattan, you know, my home, but I had a country house upstairs, upstairs, <laughs> upstate. <laughs> And so right when it began, I moved up here and literally for these, all these years since COVID began, you know, it's a very different life. Absolutely. The good news is that um, because access is energy work, um, I, could, I do a lot of telephone consultations. It gets recorded. And because it's energy, I, you know, I tell them, listen, three times a day, a day. Of course, you know, they do whatever they want. But usually, either in the session immediately or definitely by the end of the week, whatever they were calling about is changed. It's a different animal now. And then they go on on that road. So each each time you change, when you get rid of the fear and you get rid of everything that's standing in your way and you let go of that energy, then you're on the next level of the road. Mm. And... It's wow. quite amazing. Are there many, many levels, Barbara, in a sense of not even getting to know what the last level is or the ultimate level is? When you say level, are you talking about access or are you talking about life? Yeah, I would say consciousness. 
Yeah, life itself. Is there um, like a, a reference for that ultimate vision, the big picture of where we want to be? Well, I can't give you a definitive answer to that, but for me, it's just being living in a space of joy. You know, it's it's interesting because Manhattan. You know, I was born in the city, and um, I mean, most of the time had a country house, but you know, went back and forth. And since COVID, I have been up here. Now it's gorgeous. It's 250 gorgeous acres of on top of a mountain. However, <laughs> it's not like going into the city every week. But yet, what what I allowed it because I wasn't I wasn't pushing against it. And and you know, a lot of times that's what people do. You know, they don't they're not used to it. They don't like it. They think they don't like it. It's not like what they had. And then, and even if it's not just like working 100%, they push against it rather than like saying, okay, so what gift is this? What gift can I create from this? And then opening the box. And so that's basically, you know, of course, how I live. And so I, I just did that. I just turned it around. You know, my mother used to say, I'm a Gemini. And she used to say, if you keep her in, you know, in, in the house too long, you'll see her footprints on the ceiling. <laughs> <laughs> that's good. So, she you knew. know, <laughs> being here, you know, in one place, even though it's 250 acres, it's like, ah, no city, no, you know, but. I tell you, it was quite an amazing adventure, which I'm, you know, which I'm still in. As a matter of fact, I'm just about to do my first, you know, real class in about two weeks, which I'm very excited about. Is that will become some sort of retreat center or retreat gatherings? Are you thinking about that? Because that sounds like wonderful to me, too. Yes. Well, it actually is. You know, it, it, it is already. But. I'm just so excited. As a matter of fact, it's funny, but my first class is not, well, I, I'm saying it, it, it's not a, you know, it's not like changing your life as some of my classes are totally, you come in one person and you leave another. But the first class, this woman who has a studio um, wanted, wanted me to do, which I'm very excited about, is the energetic facelift. We have a, we have a class that's an energetic facelift. And it actually works. <laughs> it does. And so you take the class and then, so I'm going to be teaching the class, then the people are going to learn and then I'll have people to exchange with because I haven't had it in, my God, years. Right, right. <laughs> so, um, mm. yeah, so it's, so it, again, it, this is the fun part. And then there are the parts where you just, you know, I just, like the woman that I was mentioning yesterday, you could, I, you just, well, for me, I just feel the energy changing. You know, it's like seeing a movie, some scientific science, what is that called? Sci-fi or whatever. And you see this one being sort of um, morphing into like, now there's this other person and now it's becoming this. And, you know, now they're whatever. Well, that's what doing this work is because I get to see people even in just one session. You know, I had one right before our interview now. And it's like, it's, it, this is my joy in life because I love assisting people. I love assisting people to have a happier life, to be healthier, 
to become more conscious. That's my, that's my joy in life. It comes across that way. It feels that way. <laughs> it's incredible how important it is to not just be the messenger, but to become the message. I say yes. that to some of my guests because I can feel in my body what they say. It's incredible. Your presence is like that too. So thank you for being open, Barbara. Yes, but, but with being that, one could never forget that they're also the student. That's very important because I've met too many people in the world of all of this stuff and all of a sudden somehow it becomes an ego thing. And then they can't, they can't move anymore. And that's very sad. I was asking a question before about destination and levels, where to get. There's no destinations, really, it seems to me. We are just here for the ride. And to be all we could be, you know, just to let go of everything that we've been holding on to. I mean, I'm not even going to go into past lives, forget about that. But just from the time you came in, you know, all your stories with your parents, with your siblings, then with your first friends, you know, I mean, Think about it. How much energy are we carrying that happened all the way back there? And um, we're just, we're still carrying. It's like, how many bags do you need on your shoulder? You know? <laughs> Unconsciously, we are carrying Absolutely. all that. Yes. Are you planning to certify and train other people to become facilitators too, Barbara? Well, yes. I, well, there are certain, see, there's this. I mean, access is is tremendous. It's very large, lots of classes, lots of everything. But yes, I do. I do the classes to um, to teach one either to teach the people how to work energetically. So, in other words, you know, we get together. One thing is called the bars. There's the energetic facelift. There's body work. There's everything. But you need people to do it with. So I will facilitate the classes to teach them how to do it. Once they do it, then everyone gets together, you know, and they exchange. That's the whole idea of it. And that's how we change. And then, you know, of course, the wonderful thing about it is that because it's energy, of course, as I said, I, you know, I could work on a phone with people wherever they are. I mean, I have people all over the world. Um, that I've met in classes, you know, from where I've met it, you know, places. So that's wonderful. But it, it's, um, you know, it's wonderful to work with energy. When you speak of, of energy, I think about intuition and how playful it is. Like a creative energy is just incredible. It keeps moving in different directions, right? And, the, and as one starts to really work with energy, um, and consciousness, what starts to happen is that part that you're just, you know, that you were just speaking about actually expands within us. So like, you know, I could be, I could have something that I'm thinking about, you know, oh, what am I going to do with, with this person? Or what am I going to, it doesn't matter. I, I used to be um, an architectural interior designer. That was I, I did two things, but anyway, like, you know, I could go into a room or a house and I just, I see the whole thing different. I see it the way, you know, that I'm going to suggest to the client kind of, well, this is the same thing with energy. Once you start, um, working with it, um, all you have to do really is ask the universe. So if, if there's anything that I require and even, you know, when, when you go to sleep, 
right before you go to sleep is also a good time. But you just put that out to the universe, just like, you know, for Christmas, the, the children want to talk to Santa when they go to the, the mall. You know, OK, it's the same thing. You're literally energetically saying to the universe, OK, I could use a little assistance here. And what else is possible? And then sometimes it comes in a dream or sometimes you could um, be taking a shower and all of a sudden you get this knowing. Oh, okay, that's it. I mean, it's magic. That's the beauty of working with energy. It's, well, I mean, life itself, but Mm. so many people, you know, don't really get the magic that it is. No, yeah. They cannot see the beauty, right? Because I love that. Absolutely. Magic is everywhere. Beauty is everywhere. Can we see it? (laughs) That's the question. Absolutely. And you know, one of my dog's name was magic. (laughs) Oh, really? (laughs) Yeah. Very inspiring, huh? Because that essentially that's what we are. It comes to me also about this idea of um, at the spiritual level, some have said that we are love, or we are one, everything is connected. So it's love, not really recognizing or being with the need to love because it's already love anyway. It, it, it is love. However, that's like saying um, in your sink or your washing mm-hmm. machine or your shower or whatever, <laughs> yeah. there's water. Yeah. Yes, there is water, but it doesn't come until you turn it on. So the reflection of that love through the human experience will be reflected or will be expressed once we are open. I that word, I love that word, being open. So when we are open to life and we begin to see and access deeper levels of consciousness. That makes so much sense, Barbara. Yes, and and just and getting rid of all the garbage. I was gonna say another word, yeah. but I'm not <laughs> yeah, 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 I know. I mean just literally it's like how much how much garbage do we need to carry? You know, how much stuff that happened in your in your growing up, you know, your parents and your friends and your significant others, you know, how many times did somebody let you down, lie to you? I mean, I mean, let's face it, on this planet, we go through a lot of stuff and it's not all, you know, wonderful, happy and, you know, balloons. <laughs> <laughs> True. Tell me about it. So clearly, it's a, it, this is all a part of life. So it's like, okay, so what would it take for us to really look at everything and just ask questions? Because... As I said, all you have to do is ask a question to the universe. That's energy. And all you have all and when you work with energy, that's all you need. So you put it out. What else is possible here? What can I be or create that would change this? And that's one of the big things about access. Everything is a question. And that question is going out to the universe. Um and then we have a little thing that goes after it, but Um, And that's how your life changes. And when I tell you it's amazing, I mean, it's magic. It is truly magic how I've never, and as I said, I've taken just about everything that ever came out. Um, I have never seen anything that, um, how people could change so quickly. Right. It's, It's amazing. Amazing. It sounds very simple too. And it is simple, Barbara, going through the process. Yes, absolutely. As I said, eight-year-old children come to the classes. Yeah. <laughs> That's how simple it is. Right. Of course, I have read your book and the tools there. So the book that you have written, it's titled, Whatever the F It Takes. 
So yes. <laughs> oh, and then the subtitle is Excess Consciousness Tools for Being the Most Powerful, Inconceivable, and Magical You You Can Be. I love that too. With that in mind, I would love for you, because powerful, it's part of, um, it's one word used on a cover of your book. I would love to ask you this question about power. How do you describe or define power these days? Well, Okay. Well, I, I also want to say one thing that you're reading the front of my book, but you didn't read what was underneath and it's never give in, never, never give up and never quit. Right. And that's the thing on oneself, no matter what's going on, there's something just one step ahead of you. If you allow, if you allow the energy in, you will, it, you know, we are magic. We really are. And so if you just, as I said, ask questions, you will see that the energy will come. So you could bump into someone in the supermarket and then you start a conversation. You could find a piece of paper on the floor and and it's for something and you say, oh, that sounds good. I'm going to go. And there you either meet someone or you find out. I mean, life is magical. We don't we don't look at the everyday magic. That's more important than the real magic. Because that is the real magic. Well, I love this idea that we can be kind of not just open because I kind of don't like the idea of trying to find something or to become too obsessed about finding magic to the point that we lose (laughs) what the, the real magic is. Absolutely. I mean, it's not that you're finding it. Like, for instance, as I said, you know, during COVID, I mostly have done Uh, not mostly only have done telephone consultations, but think about how energy works. I'm having a, you know, I'm having a consultation with someone on the phone. I just got, I finished one right before we started and all I'm doing, I mean, they're talking. So the, the woman I had today is an old client and she met a guy and they were supposed to get married. And now the guy said no, goodbye. And, you know, anyway, but the point is, So all I'm doing with the person is I get their energy and then all I'm going to do is ask a question. Now, when you ask a question, all of the energy that the person is holding about the question just comes up. It's like magic. So I ask the question and then I say a little ending, um, which which if I say it doesn't matter because it sounds like nothingness or craziness, but it's called the clearing statement. And what it does is when I ask the question and then I say the clearing statement, any or all of the energy that the person is willing at that moment to let go of about their situation, it just goes. I'm telling you, it just goes. So by the time the session is over an hour, like the the person has moved from number one to let's say number 30 already. It's just, everything has changed. That's how much change. Some people, the whole thing will be over. Whatever they called for, it doesn't matter what it is. The energy has changed enough that either they're looking at it differently or they've found a door or whatever, but it's not even an issue. The issue is totally gone. Then I send them the recording and I tell them to listen three times a day. Of course, they do what they want to do. But again, remembering that it's energy, every time they listen, more of the issue energetically goes away. 
So it's like having um, a big barrel of something that's not so good. I'm not going to say a name, mm-hmm. but you know yeah. what I'm saying. <laughs> yes. And then yeah. little by little, you're taking a shovel and getting it out. Well, that's what access is about. That's what this work is about. And that's why I say I have never found anything that can create change so quickly in people. Never, ever, ever. It sounds very powerful to me. Yeah, even listening to you, which we are not doing sessions here, but only listening to you, I can feel some of that energetic resonance of the technique, of the method, or just what you're doing as life itself, trying to help itself. (laughs) So what it is that we are holding, holding on to all these ideas, concepts, judgments, labels that we believe ourselves to be, and that's what's holding us back as well. How interesting that is. I see in your book, you define consciousness as receiving everything with no point of view. Total allowance. Exactly, yes. And I would actually, if anyone is listening, if they're at all interested, and I'm not saying this to buy my book because, you know, whatever, but there's enough access tools, beginner tools in this book that you could change your life just doing them, really. And I mean that seriously. That's what I wonder sometimes. That's something we are being attracted to like teachings like yours, access consciousness, because something in us is calling for that, Barbara, because it feels like sometimes, like I have been around you now in this way three times, but you have been in my mind, like I have mentioned you so many times to so many people around me, my family members, friends, everyone. Thank you, my dear. (laughs) Yeah. So I kind of wonder if this is a calling because I don't engage these days. I don't engage in any form of, let's say, formal practices with the intention of liberating anything in me because something in me feels already liberated. So I wonder if there's um, more to be liberated, right? It's interesting. Well, I'm not even going to go near the word liberated because what does, that, what, what does that really mean? And are we liberated when we leave this planet? That to me would be the most liberating, <laughs> especially yes. now. Not that I want to go yet, but you know what I'm saying. But, but the theme is, okay, and, and I would just suggest to you, you know, because I know you have the book, just if you even just see everything that's in like um, bold, you know, bold or black instead of the gray. Okay. Those are all called processes. It's, it's asking a question. When you ask the question, I think I said that, and then you put that, you know, everything that is, I destroy and create pipac after it, that's the magic part. And when you say that, again, it's magic. I don't know how it happens. And yet the energy will change. Either whatever you're asking in, in, is going to literally just, go, it's gone, it's done. Or you keep asking it. So in other words, when I, that's why when I work with clients and I send them this, so they ask questions. They'll ask a question and then I do what, what these are called processes. So if a person is talking about uh, the relationship as this woman, then, you know, it could be something like, so everywhere that you are bent on believing that this is the only person for you, which is creating your sorrow, then I say, would you be willing to destroy and uncreate that? 
All that means is, are you willing to let that energy go so another possibility will occur? Now, when you listen to that on the tape that I send the person and then I tell them, listen, uh, listen three times a day. And of course, you know, they, they do whatever they want. But the ones who do, like this woman that I did this, you know, had the session with this morning, my God, she's been working with me for years. And it's, and she, it's not like she calls me a lot, but whenever she gets into something and this was, they were supposed to get married. And then he said, he, he said, I want my ring back. We're not getting married. Now let's face it. That's a big thing. So of course she called. And, um, my point is as soon as we got the energy off, and then of course I get my own stuff that comes in. And I basically explained to her that this is not the guy for you. And then I look, then we look deeper and then I ask questions. And then just as I had the awareness, it was like, you know, cause she's an older, you know, an older person, not in her twenties or thirties, not in maybe older than four. Anyway, the point is she was like almost at a point where if she doesn't get the person now, she won't, which then brings up a whole different energy. So basically in the session, that energy that she was living in is gone. It's totally gone. And um, now she's in a different space, an energy, a new energetic space, a more conscious space. And from there, she was able to look at the whole story in a whole different way. And it was quite miraculous how she, when, when I hung up with her energetically, because I get the energy of the person, she was a different person. I can see so, that. Can yeah, see so that. that's the beauty um, of this work and the beauty of energy, because everything is energy. You change the energy and everything changes, period. So it's not really holding, right, Barbara? Is transmuting, it's changing, moving yes, energy around. Yes, exactly. Okay, it's not a holding thing. I yes, thought it was it's, we're it, it, you know, it's like saying, as I said, I was an architectural interior designer years ago, but I still love doing it now. Okay, so I could go into a house and somebody says, oh, Barbara, the house is so ugly. Well, let me tell you, I walk in and I see what I see, okay? And then you know, if I'm going to be doing that house, that same room or that same house or that same apartment or whatever it is at the end is beautiful. So why is it beautiful now? And before it was ugly because you change the energy. Yes, of course you change everything. You know, everything is real, you know, a couch, a a rug, a, a curtain or whatever is real, but it's still all energy. The energy changes and beauty is one of the highest energies. Something that's beautiful has a very high energy. Mm, you nature, know, walk, yeah, it comes to mind. Yes, walk yeah. by like a ta- you know a, a, an area of a city or a town that's you know the garbage is out, the houses are falling apart. That's a different energy. You're going to feel uncomfortable unless you live in that, and that's what you're comfortable with. Because some of us actually get to that point of being comfortable with the uncomfortable, right? Absolutely. And, which yes. is sad to see. And unfortunately, I, I think that's a lot of people like that. Yeah, you know? right, right. And then, of course, they think that's natural or they think it's just them. or they, and, they, and the worst part is they don't realize that 
All we have to do is change our energy and everything changes. So it's almost a metaphor or a different way of saying that if we change what is within, then what is outside, what is out there will change as well. It's a reflection. Yes, absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the chapters in your book this time that caught my attention was, I think it did before too, but not as powerfully as it did this time, chapter mm -hmm. two, be mm -hmm. wrong and stupid and happy <laughs> and da-da-da yes. and happy. That really caught my attention for some reason. Maybe I needed to hear this or do some of the exercise here because I feel like some of these energies are not moving around me in the sense of um, letting myself be more spontaneous Yes. And making mistakes, even if I have to? Well, again, living in this insane asylum, the worst thing is to be wrong. I mean, that's literally how we're brought up. And so, you know, so I would say to you, everywhere that you decided or took on the energy or judged yourself that you are wrong, what would it take for you to let go of that and make another choice. Okay, and then I say my, you know, everything that is destroyed and blah, 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 blah. Okay, now, when I say that, or if you're reading the book and you say it, just, just in reading it, the energy is going to start to shift. That's just how it works. And that's why, of course, you know, in the book, all through the book, you have all of those, um, all of, the, they're called processes. So it's like whatever is going on in your life, you and, and even for the people who are listening, and even if they don't want to buy my book, oh, that's fine. But I'm saying, ask the question. Ask a question about anything, okay? And, you know, in the way that, you know, so everywhere I decided that this is right, or everywhere I decided that my mother is a blah, 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 and I can't stand her, <laughs> okay, all you have to do is add on at the end and everything that is I destroy and uncreate pod pack. I'm not going to explain the whole thing right now, but it's a magic. That's a magic tool. That ending is, um, is like a, a magic wand. So you say what you want to say, and then you put the magic wand to it and it changes and it changes based on how much you want to change because you know there are many people that say they want to change but when you when you give it to them you know instead of going to let's say 10 they'll only go to 3 and that's why i when i send the recording of my sessions i tell them to listen 3 times a day now of course you know very well they'll do whatever they want to do but the ones who will um now, for, for a lot of people, or most people actually, just in the session on the phone right there, they have changed, okay? Then they get the recording and they listen, even if they listen once a day. By the next week, I guarantee that unless it's, I don't know, I can't even imagine because I've never had anyone. The whole issue is, is changed, you said something interesting about that sometimes we want to change, we say we want to change, but we are not ready or willing, right, Barbara? Willing, yes. Well, and that's why this thing works well when you do processing, because if the person says they want to change, then, of course, if I'm working with them, okay, I will, I, I always put in some processes about if they, because I know how, you know, people are. 
So then I could say, well, so everywhere that you believe or think that you are willing and wanting to change, okay, and then I go on from there based on their theme. So I'm getting them before before they even have time to, okay, so it changes the energy right then and there. Then I move on a little bit more. But, um, yeah, but it, it works. That's all I could say. <laughs> and I can see that. And I will do the practices. I'll engage in some of them, especially this one, the chapter two. For some reason, it's kind of uh, almost like a calling. And I'll do that and I'll let you know. And I'll probably absolutely. Yeah, I'll write absolutely. about it too. Let yeah. me know and call me. Yes, I'll do that, Barbara. Thank I'll, you. Uh, and if you have a question, call me and I'll answer your question. Yeah, I'll definitely do it because for some reason I feel the calling and it's very strong. I cannot even say no to it. <laughs> I'll engage um, on these practices this week or this week okay. already. So the chapter two again. There's something you say there, so many things I have here, notes. You say, everything is possible when you're not afraid of being wrong. So that's such a powerful statement. It's a biggie, a biggie, biggie, biggie. Right, to hear and to try to process that in the moment. It's almost like I can't right now. Well, being wrong for some people is the same as telling them they have to jump off their roof. Yeah, (laughs) yes, so true. So then the question is, what would it take for you to be willing to be as wrong as you could be and have fun with it? Right. You see, but then do you think that also the definition of wrong, (laughs) it's something that we have to uncover before we engage in the process like this? Because what is wrong to be wrong for me might be different than, you know, what is wrong to you. Well, the question is, is it really wrong? Mm, So when we're talking about ourselves, Usually, when we, you know, we're saying, well, that's wrong, that's wrong. Okay, that's kind of like more of us sort of self defeating. Now, if you're walking, I don't know, if you're, I'm, I'm looking at something over there and someone is painting part, and it doesn't matter. But so let's say you're painting something and you're, and you're on the roof, okay? Now, something occurs and you walk and you push, you, you, you kick the can, you know, those gallon cans that painters use or three gallon cans, and they kick it off the roof, okay? Now, in that case, that seems a little bit more right to say that it's wrong. You know what I'm saying? Than how we treat ourselves of, of, of whatever. Mm, um, yeah, but, but yeah. Because that's, you know, that's in a way understandable. But then again, what happens if the guy who spilt the paint um, in uh, uh, whatever... What happens if he actually, when he goes down and he sees the paint there, he realizes that they gave him the wrong color? Do you see what I'm saying? So is it, was it really wrong or was it a good thing? Because if he started to paint the color on the house, then the person would be mad because it was the wrong color. You see what I'm saying? So there, there's nothing that's like 100%. You have to look at everything in, in, you know, from a different point of view. And then see what it really is. But when we're talking about ourselves and how we make ourselves wrong, I mean, human beings do so much damage to themselves because everything they, you know, they, they're just usually so wrong. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. The truth is there's nothing really wrong because life or the universe, consciousness is just doing 
what it does for its own reason. And we can't reason that. We cannot exactly. even come to understand, you know, yeah, all that. Right. It's just not possible. And, 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 and a wonderful thing when things like that happen, which is also an access thing, well, it's a question. Questions are the best thing that you could do to change your life. Just any question that's, you know, that has something to do with what you're in. So, for, so that's why the, one of the greatest questions is what else is possible? No matter what's going on in your life, all you have to do, you just like you can't figure it out. You don't know what to do, whatever. It's like, okay, universe, what else is possible here? And then you just add and anything that doesn't allow me to receive, okay. In other words, you want, you're asking what's possible. Well, the universe is going to deliver to you, but you have to be willing to receive, you see? So when you put the second part on, so anything that doesn't allow me to, then you really open the door and it'll come any which way. You could see it on television. You could find, uh, you could go into a restaurant and somebody left something and there's the message you needed. You know how magic the universe is. That kind of intrigues me too. Um, What blocks us from receiving? Those, um, again, goes back to belief systems, false belief systems and lies that we have it, it could to. come from anything. It could come from your parents growing up. It could come from a past life. It could come from anywhere. The bottom line is, if you know that you have a problem receiving, then again, with what I do, it will be very simple. I mean, clearly, if I was doing it on, you know, as a consultation, then I would be asking questions, okay? But if you're by yourself, just make some processes. And a, and a process is a question that you're asking about the issue and then you're adding that everything that is, I destroy and uncreate. So whatever it is, just ask a question. So, you know, what would it take for this to change? Everywhere I'm not allowing this to change. Okay, it's just all questions with that clearing statement. That's the magic part of it. Yeah. And then well, and then you'll just see that you'll see the change. It, it'll happen. Yeah, it sounds wonderful and to me. And I'm sure that most every, every most every being, okay, has a good amount of that. I mean, you know, I don't know, go back to your childhood and if you ask for a, a doll or whatever, and then the parent could say, you know, you have two, doll, two dolls already. You know, aren't you being selfish? What's wrong with you? Don't ask for everything. I mean, how many kids grew up with don't ask again, don't ask whatever? You know, you can't have, we don't have enough. The thing is, the lie of it is, is you don't really need anything other than asking the universe. (laughs) See, that's the the beauty of magic. We think everything comes from money. And let's face it, you know, we do live in a world that whatever. But I could tell you of stories where I received something that had nothing to do with money. And I'm sure everyone can. Yeah. Feeling loved, I think that's the most absolutely powerful feeling, right? We can have. Yes. I mean, in the the grand scheme of abundance, yes, it's feeling loved. Yes, being unconditionally loved. Yes. The only thing is, you have to start loving you first. Without loving you first, there can't be a full loving of anyone else because you won't receive it. If you don't love you, how could you receive someone else or believe someone else loves you? Thank you so much for your presence here today. Again, 
and this beautiful intention to help others to discover these things and who they are and live these beautiful, joyful and playful lives. <laughs> I love your energy. It's really beautiful. Thank you, Bob. And again, I, and for I, being you. Yes, and I thank you for being you because you're the person who is giving all of this to whoever is willing to receive it. Thank you. Mm, I thank you for thank all of them. I say us, we, right? Yes. We do this together. It's interconnectedness. It's, it's interesting. I have sometimes a hard time kind of taking those appreciation notes from people because I'm like, no, we're just doing this together. It's life doing what it does. <laughs> There's no one really doing anything. At a personal level, yes, right. Yes, yeah. at a personal level, you have to, because if you're not willing to, you're not fully loving you. How amazing, how hard it is to love this part of life, right? The human vessel. Sometimes it's really, really the hardest thing to do. Okay, and so then I'm going to leave you with, what if it wasn't hard? What if it doesn't have to be hard? Mm. And everything that is, would you be willing to yeah. destroy and uncreate? Yes. Excellent. Okay, so now you got the magic. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, thank you. Thank you, Barbara, for that beautiful heart of yours. So before we say goodbye again, where can we find more information about you, your books, your products, your retreats, services, and everything else in between? Well, my website is my name, Barbara spelt like Streisand, although I don't sing like her, unfortunately. Mm-hmm. So yeah. <laughs> um, and so it's Barbara Gilman, G as in girl, I-L-M-A-N, barbaragilman.com. Thank you so much again, and we'll talk soon. And thank you. Thank you. Bye for now, Barbara. Bye. Bye. Thank you for listening. To learn more about Barbara Gilman and her work, please visit barbaragilman.com. To learn more about this podcast, please visit fitforjoy.org slash podcast. Thank you again for listening and bye for now.